Hi, my name is Karen Bastable, and uh, I'm from Weatherford, Texas, and my church is Waterhouse Church, and I'm a proud member of Ministry to Parents. Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. It's our first episode of the Ministry to Parents podcast. I'm so excited. Yay. Oh, this is such a big deal. Uh, we just, we love our members. We yes. love uh, just yes. our community at Ministry to Parents. And this is a way for us to get to speak to you and you to speak back to us. We're so excited. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps them build a ministry to parents. We want to help you do that, and that's why we're here. Yay. Yes, we are very passionate about helping church leaders, and it's something that is close to our hearts. And so we just thank you for taking the time. You could be doing so many other things right now, and just grateful that you're here. I'm Elizabeth Lee. I'm Jeremy Lee. And listen, you are not just church leaders who put together a ministry to plan plan, and you uh, help uh, parents, you encourage them with anything they're struggling with, and you're helping them lead their kids. All these things are the things we talk about. But one of the biggest things we want to talk about is care for the soul. That's one of our four mile markers, milestones along this Ministry of Parents roadmap we create for our members. We do that intentionally because you guys are people, and people, humans, have struggles, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the struggles that all of us face as church leaders, but we don't really enjoy talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a great topic to start your <laughs> podcast on, starting about <laughs> talking about things people don't want to talk about. Awkward. <laughs> but, and struggles in general is kind of the theme of 2020, right. you know? Goodness. Uh, we have, in Nashville, we have a Mexican restaurant, and their, and their sign outside is pretty famous for... Um, for uh, saying clever things. And they said the other day, I hope 2020 is like a mullet where <laughs> where Funny. the first half of the year is the front and the party's <laughs> in the back. I'm kind of down oh, with that that's because a good one. 20, it feels like everywhere you turn, 2020 is throwing something at us that's just crazy. COVID, pandemics. Mess. But even like we've been thinking lately about back to school and that's kind of where we are right now in, in the year. Yes. And with Nashville in particular, there was a tornado that hit right before... Uh, the quarantine came in, and then of course you have the economic recession. But of course, if we keep listening, it's just going to go downhill. So yeah, it's super <laughs> depressing. Super okay, depressing. So, uh, the back to school piece is definitely. Um, uh, I've been laughing at all the different things on social media that said. Uh, I don't know that I care whether or not about how you feel about a mask. You know, it's almost like there's just this dividing line of here's a wear mask, no mask, wear mask, no mask. And and it's uh, the big debate. And it's also uh, just tough. It's a tough call as a parent um, in the back to school world of uh, are they going? Are they not going? Virtual learning, distance learning. I mean, there's just it's a lot. I see parents posting things like. There are no good choices, whether they open schools or don't open schools. No matter what they choose, I'm either going to be this frustrated homeschool parent or this nervous Nelly, scared parent that my, I'm sending my kid to their death at school. And, and there, it doesn't feel like there's a great choice anywhere. Same in, with church. Some of your churches are closed, so, and they're only doing online type stuff. Some of them are open, and, and you're kind of rolling with it. And uh, it just... I, I, I was thinking this the other day, or at least I read this the other day. You just wish somebody would be the adult in the room and just tell you what to do. Uh, but it doesn't feel like there's anybody around. 
and unfortunately, I think it might be us. And we're looking around going, oh my goodness, I don't really know exactly what to do. Somebody help me. But there doesn't seem to be anybody coming to help us with this. We have to figure it out. And that's one of the reasons why uh, Jeremy and I have been so passionate about the podcast for you guys is because uh, we know that you have a, a whole lot of eyes looking to you. And there's a whole lot coming at you, not just as a person, but as a ministry leader, but also if you have a family, there's, uh, there's just all these different roles, responsibilities, expectations coming at you. And so we want to encourage you in the, in the, what that is, is we want to speak courage into you. And we hope on every Tuesday that when you come to this podcast, that when you put it on, you may come in tired, but when you leave, you feel like you can fly, you know, the whole Michael Jordan, I believe I can fly <laughs> space jam thing. Yeah. Like, that's the goal. And because, uh, we've listed just in the, the last few minutes we've been talking, I can start feeling my anxiety rising, just talking about it. And so I know I'm not the only person out there that feels that way. And so it's time to gather together collectively, speak courage into us as a church. And for those of you who don't know what Ministry to Parents is, we are a member-based resource. So we have churches and, and church leaders that join us and they become members. And then we kind of all work together to build their Ministry to Parents. Um, so that gives us an insight to a couple of thousand churches across the country. And that's one of the things we want to offer you is some of that insight. And here's what we're hearing from you guys. You're telling us that you're working harder than ever. People are thinking you're chilling at home in the pajamas, but now you're doing online church and real life church and dealing with all of the the trauma and stress and, and horrible things that are happening. You're having to show up for that. And you're just helping people through this hard time while you're trying to go through a hard time yourself. Um, it sums up perfectly, Elizabeth. I saw this tweet and I wanted to share it with you. It's from at Josh M. Rowley, wherever you are, brother, I feel you because you summed it up for all of us. It says this ministry is both more difficult and less rewarding right now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we are. I, I can just hear the groan across the internet. Arr. Yes. Ministry is both more difficult and less rewarding. And I think the rewarding piece comes because you see, it's interactive, it's interpersonal relationships. And so uh, one of the things that currently we do in our roadmap, the M2P roadmap, is we have care for the soul. And this month in particular, that's the theme of our content. And because we want to speak courage into you while you're speaking into the people you're leading, uh, this month in particular, we did a a spiritual retreat guide for you. So if you uh, even, and it's not one of those things where you go away, obviously, with COVID and quarantine. Uh, you might the traveling piece is not a part of that or even maybe even getting out of the house but uh, we created it more about um, a retreat is to uh, it's based on the Sabbath right to cease from working and uh, we kind of go through uh, just what does it look like to intentionally build a dream for your heart and that's how what this little retreat guide so if you're an MTP member you can go grab that there and uh, it, we want to help speak courage into you as you take care of yourself and that is going to be a great if you're a member you, that's in the ministry toolbox just click on over there grab it download it and we hope from our heart to yours we hope that that is a really cool way for you to begin kind of taking care of your own personal health so that you're free to take care of others. And um, another resource for all of you is the rest of this podcast. We have a great guest from the Dave Ramsey team. He's one of the, they call Ramsey personalities. His name is Dr. John Deloney. 
He is uh, full of great wisdom. He's got multiple PhDs, and he's uh, he's worked with all these universities and organizations. Super, super smart guy. He's got the uh, training and heart of a counselor, and he says in the interview he loves ministers. So we're going to be uh, helping. He's going to help us kind of unpack the heart stuff inside of us. I'm going to say it like this. It's like a free counseling session you're about to have. So just kind of settle in and enjoy that um, and this idea of struggle, um, I think we want to introduce the topic a little bit mm-hmm. by just kind of thinking through what some of those struggles are. Elizabeth and I are going to take a turn sharing some of the struggles we've had in, in our ministry times, mm-hmm. but we also asked our members and, uh, we had one great response that we want to share with from Kylie Hoffer. She is, uh, in Australia. She's been one of our members for years. We love Kylie. And this is what she had to say about the struggles that she sees church leaders going through. Hi, my name is Kylie Hoffer from Warmbrook Community Church in Western Australia. And one of the common struggles I see church leaders face is getting so caught up in the feeding or growing of others and forgetting to invest in their own personal relationship with Jesus. It reminds me of Mary and Martha in Luke 10. I know in my personal experience, I can get so caught up, uh, busy, doing, and I need to consciously slow down, be still, and sit at the feet of Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Kylie. That was good, right? And plus, it's always good to have an Australian accent on your first podcast episode. <laughs> I, I, Kylie, I, I really, really appreciated what you had to say. And I wrote down the word consciously, you know, as you were speaking, because that is really, it's, it's about intentionality and consciously uh, choosing, because it is a choice and we have to be conscious about that choice and easy for us to talk about, hard to do. So thank you, Kylie. That was really good. And I can, and it, just moving into the struggle that I face uh, in ministry, it, it's really ends up for me being an identity issue. Um, I, one of the things that I love to do is communicate and preach. And I was kind of trained early on to be a preacher. Unfortunately, though, for me, that preaching turned into a performance and maybe some of you can relate um, and I got a lot of good encouragement, and that really began to speak to my identity and my worth and my value, and that really connected too much, uh, and, and I really got skewed and went for years and years and years with that struggle. That was one of the ones that hit me hard. What about you, Liz? What are some struggles that you have in ministry? Well, I think uh, one of the main ones was being... Uh, recovering from codependency, I had really struggled early on in ministry of feeling responsible for everyone and feeling responsible. Um, I was a women's minister for a few years and I was a student ministry leader for a few years. And I just felt so I would take on feeling that I was responsible for these families or I was responsible for these women and their, their spiritual journeys and it took a lot of therapy and a lot of help um, from wise counselors to just recognize that that's not my role. That's not my responsibility to bear that I am. There, there's, uh, It's my job to, as Kylie said, to uh, be the Mary, to sit and to uh, really enjoy my relationship with Jesus because he is so kind and so loving and he has things to say through the spirit. And so to feel from that and to enjoy it. And that's not just like a one time five minute in the morning, 
20 minute in the morning. It's truly an all day as I'm going. He's always with me. He's in the car doing uh, pickup and running errands. And, and it's a presence. It's the John 15 abide piece. That's um, a present. That verb that's present means it's always happening, always going. And, and that's uh, in essence, when I come from that place, then I recognize while I'm in ministry that I'm not responsible for the people that I'm serving. I'm not responsible for them. I'm responsible to them. And that little shift in that word really helped me and continues to help me. It'll be something that I'll continually focus on every day when I get up in the morning, which is I'm responsible to people, but I'm not responsible for them. And there's a difference. So that'd be probably one of my main struggles. And if you could hear our hearts, if we could just like open up our chest and let you inside for a second, it would be to speak. We're going to be speaking all month long on this topic. Every week we're going to come back and try to offer some kind of hope and some kind of encouragement because it's my belief that we uh, are the first responders to the soul as church leaders. We, we have to show up for people in some of their darkest and hardest times um, but the reality is it's so hard to be there for others um, and then at the same time be there for ourselves. And if there's a common thread, whether it be family issues, marriage issues, uh, addictions, habits, um, struggles relationally, hurt from church leadership, there's all kinds of things that we're all struggling with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we've got to meet Jesus at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and find that healing and, um, and if we don't, then we find ourselves falling in that burnout hole of not being able to recover and always feeling like we're a mile behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we don't want that for you. And so that's our goal, because at the end of the day, how can we talk about ministering to parents when we don't learn how to regularly and in a healthy way minister to ourselves? Mm-hmm. So let's uh, talk more about that. After the break, we're going to have Dr. John Deloney, and we're going to grill him with all kinds of questions about how we can work through these uh, struggles and uh, find hope. So we'll talk to you right after the break. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you join ministry2parents.com now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I'll tell your senior pastor what the middle school kids did to the baptistry during your last lock-in. To join M2P member, just go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash member. Welcome back to the Ministry to Parents podcast. We are going to continue the conversation on dealing with the struggles that we face in ministry. And this conversation is incredibly important. I don't think there's any of us that are listening that are 100% exempt from the Absolutely. from struggling. Yes. And uh, the reality is we're all on a budget. So uh, therapy ain't cheap. <laughs> 
And this guy is a legit therapist that we're talking to today, and he brings some pretty dang good therapy. So sit back, relax, guys, and realize enjoy the show. This is therapy at a value. <laughs> a little free Hilarious. session here. So today we're talking with Dr. John Deloney about these these conversations, and he just has some really good insight to share with you with us. He is a leading voice on relationships and emotional wellness. And before becoming a Ramsey personality, he worked for two decades in crisis response. And I think two decades in crisis response, that's like no joke, you know? So he definitely has a lot to offer us. And he's also been a senior leader at multiple universities. He holds two PhDs, one in counseling and the other in higher education. And you can learn more about him at johndeloney.com. D-E-L-O-N-Y. Uh, I really want to say a, a quick thanks to Dave Ramsey and the Ramsey Solutions team for making him available uh, to us. It was just, it's really cool. Great way to start our podcast for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so what I love about John is that when he did his P, he was telling me when he did his PhD research that uh, he studied the mental health of doctors, lawyers, and pastors. Now think about that. <laughs> That's the fact that they're even pastors, in the same. <laughs> right. Lumped in with doctors and lawyers. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, it just tells you. But also his his dad was a homicide detective who was on the SWAT team as well, and but then be, eventually became a minister. So you can kind of see what was fueling his mm-hmm. uh, passions a little bit. Um, he's exploring really this idea of highly stressful jobs and how to maintain health in the midst of it, which goodness gracious mm-hmm. is right on point with mm-hmm. where we're at. So good. Um, so. This is the first topic we brought up with him, which was how do public leaders, like church leaders, how can a public leader get help with a private struggle? And here's what he had to say. The first thing is, um, is this idea of image consciousness versus modeling. Hmm. And so what I think a, a minister, a children's minister, a youth minister especially, can do that can be this like a, a family tree changing gift for the young people and their parents is to model what grieving looks like and model what a faith questions look like. And what they can do is a lot of hurt when they pretend those things don't exist because then people are trying to live into a picture of what they think a faith follower looks like. And it's an, it's unattain it's unobtainable if it doesn't include sadness and it doesn't include low days and it doesn't include heavy questions and needing to reach out to mentors. And so um, one of the things that I've, I've seen over the, over the last several years that melts ministers is this idea that they've got to perform in a certain way. And eventually that performance, that sitting on their feelings, sitting on their frustrations or their fears, it, we call it leakage in the counseling world. It will find its way out. Um, and usually it comes out in spectacular fashion if they don't deal with it on a regular basis. Goodness, um, isn't that good? Yes, I, you know Telling what I think you. is that when I when I listen to what he had to say, I think when he said it comes out in spectacular fashion, all I can say is that happened yeah. <laughs> for me at the age of twenty nine. It happened mm. earlier. I mean, I guess I burned out quicker than a lot of people, but for me, uh, I definitely was on the performance track, and I was on uh, the image, uh, really wanting to think I needed to have it all together, um, feeling all this pressure, not seeking help or counsel, because at that point I didn't, um, I didn't really understand the value of emotional intelligence and emotional wellness. And 
I really didn't know where to go. And, and there was obviously a lot of, I've, I, I have this, I can get this under control. I don't need help. And I also, there was a lot of ego involved because I didn't want to have to admit I was struggling. And it definitely showed up when, when he talks about it's going to leak. I just thought at some point that, um, I was invincible and that maybe I could just overcome it. And you and I both know that there's so much pain. It's part of our story. Mm. What he has to say is so much a part of, uh, we are where we are today because we've walked through this in a hard way. We have the scars to mark it, but it's beautiful because what Jesus has done with it, because there is nothing that he can't heal and he's healed so much of it. And we're here today because he's healed this part of our story. Mm-hmm. And if in this next part, I, I want to flag our listeners to just listen for the where he talks about rocks in a backpack. Just listen for that part. It's uh, it's super good. And just as a dude, as a man, and I don't want to be over generally stereotyping, um, but because I know uh, you know we all kind of cross in those struggles. But men, we aren't open and vulnerable. And so when he talks about being open and vulnerable in friendships and finding people, that's not easy. And uh, so uh, that's that's the next part. But normally what happens for a minister is, um, especially in the last, I, I've seen it shift in the last three to five years, is they are surrounded by people at their church or specific elders or church leaders who are designed to pray for them, be their accountability people. But what I've found over the years is that I'm not going to go to my bosses which to, to use an HR term, like I'm not going to go to my bosses to talk about struggles I'm having that might cost me my job or that I feel like I'm going to have to be on guard in some shape, form or fashion. And so what you mentioned, the, the clinical term for what you mentioned is secondary traumatic stress. And so we often think of trauma as something that's acute that happens. Like you see a car wreck or you're in a, um, someone you love passes away, but secondary traumatic stress is cumulative and it, it can be um, the analogy I give, folks is we all have a backpack and we can have a trauma that's dropped in there like a cinder block or we can collect pebbles over time but at the end of the day that weight is the same and so what a minister does for a living like you mentioned is they take other people's pain they take other people's rocks and if they don't have a plan to get them out of their backpack then it they will it'll collapse them and so the only way to to usher those those rocks out of our backpacks is through other people and not only other people, but um, being vulnerable with other people. And there's nobody better at smiling and being with people without being vulnerable than a group of pastors. They're, they're magic at that. So they have mm. to be intentional about finding people that are not their bosses, that are not their spouses often, that they can be in vulnerable relationship with. And that to me is the magic moment um, when a pastor can have a long-term career where they can stay healthy and help those around them, or they're going to implode and end up getting out of the ministry altogether. That was good. Magic moment. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, I think, uh, again, that you talked about how the last one was uh, very real for you. This one was very real for me. The, uh, the need to connect and find people outside of my spouse, outside mm-hmm. of uh, the people that I work with, mm-hmm. and uh, to find healthy places uh, again, just as a dude, but just be personally, um, that's not easy. Uh, it requires vulnerability that I'm having to get 
in touch with through therapy, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and in therapy, by the way, just so y'all understand this about us, we, mm-hmm. we go to therapy, uh, at least once a month, as much as we can afford, uh, because <laughs> yep. we want to stay married and we're seeking health, yes. emotional and spiritual health. And we've been going to therapy for what, at least 10 years at this point, And yeah. it's been consistent and we're learning. I think he nailed it when he said, man, he said pastors, but I think just church leaders in general, we know how to smile, show up, shake hands without being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that vulnerable, um, there is a, a professor out of Houston, Texas named Dr. Brene Brown, and she defines vulnerability as emotional exposure, risk, and uncertainty. And I think to myself, that is definitely not how you want to show up on your job on Sunday morning. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. (laughs) No. And so, but I love what he said is you can't do that. And sometimes it's not with your spouse when you're going to talk about those rocks in the backpack. And it's not definitely with your boss, right? So you got to go find somebody who's safe, who can help you unpack the rocks in your backpack. And I think that can be, if if it's not a therapist at some point, it's someone who maybe is a wise mentor or counselor. You know, we've had those, too. You know, I think about the people who we've been able to help unpack in our backpacks who have walked on the way mentors and the people who've held our hands along the way. And that, that's by encouragement if you're listening. Uh, he talked about that magic moment. That is the magic moment. And so ask yourself... And maybe ask God, can you provide that in my yes. life? Um, because I know the natural next question, if you're if you're following along, is, well, where in the world do I find that? Right. <laughs> uh, and uh, I wish I, I had a great answer for you, but I I do know that these are the places where you come crying to God, and you ask. That's um, right. Uh, the because we've been in therapy, one of the things I know is that we usually go to therapy for one purpose. And then we come to discover that's just a symptom of an underlying issue. Uh, so we brought that up with uh, Dr. John Deloney, and he had some really cool things to say about it. This is what he had to say. I think the chief demon of our time, particularly for ministers, is loneliness. Hmm. And I think that um, the cascading ripple effects of loneliness, both culturally and in the ministry, is devastating. Even if you just look at the um, American Medical Association put out in November, which seems like a hundred years ago, um, that the life expectancy in the U.S. had gone down again for the third straight year. And it's not for murder and it's not for crimes, things like that. They're calling them diseases of despair, um, which we are the most connected yet disconnected group of human beings to ever walk the planet. And so when our brains are scanning the environment for when we're out of sync with our communities, when we are not being social, then it starts doing crazy things. Like it starts dividing the world up into us's and them's and it starts displacing anger and it starts looking for dopamine hits wherever it can get them, whether that's through um, extramarital relationships or through buying stuff or over-exercising or overeating. And so you look at the pathologies, right? The things that, you know, um, I'm going to counseling because I had an affair. I'm going to counseling because I overeat or I work out too much. You're right. What's actually pointing to some of the demons are we are totally lonely. We don't know how to be in a relationship with each other. Um, or we don't know if we're totally by what we're selling theologically, yet that's how we're making our money. And that incongruence is wearing on us over time. Hmm. Or people are coming to us with how to deal with their marriages and me and my wife aren't talking anymore. And so, um, and that weighs on us, right? And so, um, yeah, it's easy to point at the thing. Um, we're going to get this one thing fixed, 
but you end up finding a whole well of, um, like a whole well of other challenges that really in my world have, have just come down to very few things, which is loneliness, loneliness, loneliness is, is being the chief of them. I would absolutely wholeheartedly agree. We're over here just <laughs> amening. I mean, we've heard this before, but we're just like, I'm sending little heart signals yeah, to she's, Jeremy. She's giving me the heart emoji across the room. <laughs> because I think, isn't it? And we have talked about this. Like we will be married 23 years and at the end of August. And it's funny how you can be in a marriage and feel lonely. Mm. And so as she's been helping us learn how to be vulnerable with each other and how to be vulnerable with other friends, like, and how to be, and then think about, so you have a marriage relationship or you could be single and you're working through loneliness there, or you could be in a marriage and be lonely. And then you could be lonely and have a ton of friends. Or, you know, because that vulnerability piece is underlying it because I have to, to be myself, it's going to require risk, emotional exposure, uncertainty. And if I am those things, will someone show up and love that Mm. and accept that who I am, all my flaws, right? And then take that, put it in a ministry setting, a church leadership setting. And that's how it, it gets tough, you know, to be known. But to have no one really know, know you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yep. uh, it, and the thing about it is, and uh, this is this is real stuff. It's not going to be solved on a podcast. But no. what I'm hoping is that this is an inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, if I can get super practical, it's kind of the way my mind works. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons therapy works for me, and this is not necessarily a commercial for therapy, but it kind of is. Uh, one of the reasons therapy works for me is because it's a place where I can pay <laughs> to practice vulnerability because I can sue that joker if he tells <laughs> me, says anything that I said. So uh, it's a safe place. I, I call it an emotional massage. When I'm done with it, I, I just leave and I'm like, oh my goodness, that felt so good to say things that I would never normally say mm-hmm. and feel safe about it. Because legally they can't. Yeah. You do have to pay for it, but it's it's a great first step. And then what happens though is the longer I've done it, the more I feel comfortable finding and knowing how to develop safe friendships that give me the same thing for free. Well said. (laughs) And that I can provide to others. Yes. And I think too, um, Dr. Cloud and Townsend had a great, uh, one time they're experts in the field of emotional intelligence. And one time they said that our community that Dr. John Deloney has been talking about, they are the place Jesus heals and he heals through people, our community. It's one of the ways he, he heals in multiple ways, but one of the ways he does is through our community. And often the needs and the wounds that we have when Jesus heals them, he heals them through the community in which we live, the people that we live life with. And um, it's our family, our friends, and that's how he heals. It's through the community. Well, kudos to Dave Ramsey for finding Dr. John Deloney and love that Dave Ramsey that he talks about money. Beautiful. He's helped us in those areas, too. But uh, the fact that he's willing to bring on this conversation of emotional health and probably I'm assuming they're going to talk about how that links to money. Beautiful, smart and Mm -hmm. just had a blast having him. Mm-hmm. If you want to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to the blog at ministrytoparents.com. And if you want to learn more about Dr. John Deloney, you can go to his website, johndeloney.com, and it's spelled D-E-L-O-N-Y. We'll be right back after the break.
Most of us know we should be ministering to the parents in our church, but many of us have no idea how to do it. When you become a member of Ministry to Parents, you'll be able to offer a steady stream of parent videos, family discipleship resources, parent events, games for families, and so much more. It's like the Netflix of parent ministry resources. You don't have to figure out your ministry to parents on your own. Let us be a part of your team by joining ministrytoparents.com today. To learn more and get a bunch of free resources, go to ministrytoparents.com slash member. All right, we're back for this amazing segment uh, that I like to call Parent Calls. We're going to be doing, uh, we just wanted this podcast to be fun. We want to have some games and be silly. And uh, in order to uh, have silly, I had to call my friend who is the king of silly, Mr. Adam Nunley from Dadliness. Adam, welcome, buddy. What's up? So glad to be here. You are like a comedian, performer. I, I feel comfortable being silly and goofy, so that's... F- fashion can, model? Yeah, of course, yes. I mean, my hair, I haven't had a haircut in a long time. I'm growing it long. <laughs> I'm working on my man bun, that kind of thing, you know. So, Adam, here's the challenge we're going to put for you. We're going to call one of our members, uh, Tom Maxwell, and, yes. and he's in Virginia. He's at Lakeside Baptist Church. We're going to get him on the line. And uh, he is, what we're going to do is you are going to take one of those parent personalities that I put in front of you. This That's is right. actually, by the way, if you're a member, it's in the ministry toolbox. It's a, it's a training thing that we do for volunteers. We give you the different types of parents. So you pick one of those yeah. types of parents and you take on that character. There's good suggestions on that. I've, I've read through it of how to work with and handle those yeah. different types of parents. Check it out. <laughs> so what, which one are you going to be on this one? I'm going to be New Believer Norm. All right, New Believer Norm, you are no longer Adam. You are now New Believer Norm, and you're calling the church. And let's go ahead and get uh, uh, Tom on. Hey, Tom, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. That's right, Tom. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks for being thanks for being a member of Ministry to Parents. We appreciate that very much. Now you're out of Virginia, and Mm -hmm. you it says on the website that you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm sorry for you. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. Six-time world champion, Pittsburgh Steelers. You'll you'll cry in your national championship trophies over, you know. I mean, world champions. They're not just national champions. World champions. Go Steelers, black and gold. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Tom, um, the way this works, it's kind of like catchphrase. You're going to be receiving a call not from Adam anymore. He's from New Believer Norm. Norm. All right. He's a new believer. He's a parent. Right. He's calling the church. And uh, for the first part of the call, you just kind of got to navigate his personality for the. And then at some point, he's going to describe something specific. You're going to listen for that and try to guess what it is. Um, we're going to tell our audience before. So if you don't mind right now, remember on the honor system, Do no not cheating. Cheat, Tom. No cheating. No cheating. So go ahead and uh, cover your ears or put your phone down for about five seconds. Okay. We're wanting him to do Yeezys. Yeezys. We good? Yes, now we're good. Here we go. Uh, Hey, uh, is 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 this Tom? 
Yeah, it is. Hey, Tom, you, I, I like how this is Norm. I, ju- I just started coming to your church, and and uh, I really like it. I, I was just checking out your website, and uh, I re- I, I'm a new believer, and I would like uh, maybe to, to go away and get away, uh, you know, uh, to a cabin somewhere. And your your website has this beautiful uh, woods, mountainous area. I'm, I'm guessing that's where I could go, and, and I was hoping you guys had a little cabin I could rent out there. Is that is that true? Is that the way churches work? Uh, no, actually, we don't have cabins that you can oh. rent, but we can uh, steer you in the right direction. Oh, like okay. Can rent from. I mean, it, or can I at least go uh, on a canoe trip or borrow some of the jet skis since you're lakeside? I figured you guys were by the by a lake. Is that? It, it, could I rent a jet ski from yeah. y'all? Yeah. No, we don't have any jet skis for rent either. Okay. Well, I'm just new to this church thing, so I thought that's way it was kind of like a, I don't know, a, maybe like an amusement park. But I guess that's not the way this church thing works. Yeah, a lot of people think that way uh, when they first come, so that's okay. It's exciting. You, you, I mean, you got your website's nice, and in a, in a, in a, I, I've read a couple of your your books about on leadership too, Tom Maxwell. It's they're pretty good. You, I like those books. Is you, you, how 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 was it to write those? Um, it was a lot of fun. Oh well, and good, good. Uh, so, uh, my kid came to your church this one time and it, and it was really, uh, really good time. That's, that's, it was his first time there and he had a friend of a friend and then another friend of his friends had these shoes. He just, he won't stop talking about them. And, uh, they're, they're amazing shoes that his friend's friends, friends was wearing. They, uh, they kind of look like spaceships, um, they're really expensive, and I'm worried he wants them, and I want to know what – I can't remember what kind they are, but I want him to – I want to get them for him for his birthday. It's coming up really soon, but they're expensive. I'm, I'm worried about spending the money, and I think I think they were made by somebody famous. I can't remember his name. Oh, what was his name? Hey, honey, what was that guy's name? He's a worship leader, and he started this new album. Uh, his name's Kanye. Kanye? You know Wait. what shoes those are? You know what shoes I'm talking about? Oh, All right, game up. over. Okay. So w- w- new believer Norm has asked for the shoes. So here's the point, Tom, and, and I think he was referring to John Maxwell. I don't Tom, have you written leadership books cuz I think you might have just lied on a <laughs> no. national podcast. No, but I get the John Maxwell. I get the John Maxwell thing all the time so I just go with it. You just rolled with it. I love it. I love it. I was like, "Oh no, he's written books." Adam was really trying to throw it out there for you and you just didn't give it to him. You were like, "Hey, and by the way, Tom's so patient with all the questions and you were you kept your cool. We we couldn't rattle you. You you were unrattleable." Yes, impressive. And your website, the mountains yeah. in your website does look like I want to take a vacation there. <laughs> And stay. So. Uh, well, we, we have the Appalachian Trail on one side of us, about 10 minutes away, and the Blue Ridge Parkway is about 20 minutes away. So That's we're awesome. Right in the middle of them. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. beautiful, yes. Um, so uh, the question is, we're looking for a pair of shoes that was on one of the kids. Do you know what shoes that he was referring to? Oh, so he mentioned Kanye. The only thing I know about Kanye is he came out with this really weird-looking shoe, and I gotta remember what the name was. That's right. That's um, right. What was You're it? on what the trail. You're close. Uh, Jeezy. Jeezy. <laughs> hey. Yes. Hey. Yeezy. 
That's so impressive, Tom. I could tell you've got swag on right, right. now. You probably have a pair of them on. You just couldn't Tom, remember the go name. Go ahead and tell them. us what kind of shoes don't are you come, wearing right come. now? Uh, Skechers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Skechers and Yeezys, right? But, but, pretty much yeah, the same thing. The same. I don't. Basically. I don't. I don't. I don't afford those kind of shoes. You know? <laughs> no joke. I don't know that, that many people that can. What's that Instagram channel? Yeah. Preachers with sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. You're, you're going to be on that, Tom. With a Skechers. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. I wish I could say that we're going to send you a pair of Yeezys because they're like a cabillion uh, dollars. Yeah. But, but and then you yeah. could sell them and then <laughs> buy something you actually want. So <laughs> but, that's right. But instead, you are, are the proud winner of a three-pound gummy bear, yes. Tom. This is the kind of gummy that bear that you, awesome. yeah, you could like take pieces of it and live off of it for like a month if yes. you needed to. You store it in your uh, shelter that you need. You yeah, might need that. These are uncertain times, go, Tom. You can't go to the grocery store. Maybe if it gets, uh, know. you know, like just hey, I'll just eat gummy bear for That's three right. months. Maybe so we have basically. You can also work out with it. It's three pounds. You can like bench press it. Curls. Yeah. Curls. Get the so. girls. There you go. All Mul right. Multi usage. So you are going to enjoy that. I hope that uh, you enjoy that as much as we'll enjoy sending it <laughs> yes. to you. Please, if you don't mind, when you get it, take a picture and uh, do a hashtag of the M2P podcast with it, and we'll be watching for it, and we'll make sure to repost it on our channels I, as well. I hope the picture of you would just be taking a bite out of it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Amazing. Oh, I, I envision you, Tom, doing that. Tom, it was really great okay. to get to know you for a little bit. Thanks for being with us. Yep. Okay. That was amazing. I think I'm still rolling. I don't think I've ever heard the curls get the girls. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we just wrapped our first oh. podcast. You excited? Yes. I'm excited. Or you might not have been asking me. You might have been asking the people listening. But no, I was yes. asking you because okay. <laughs> this has been a labor of love. Yes, and it's, it's exciting to get mm -hmm. to this place. We're excited to do some more. Yes. So next week, if you want to join in on Tuesday, we are doing uh, next Tuesday. The topic is... Um, what do I do when I feel spiritually empty as a continuing our theme for care for the soul? So we would love to have you join in next Tuesday. Yep. And we want to, before we go, say thank you to Karen Bastable, Kylie Hoffer, Tom Maxwell, and Dr. John Deloney for being a part of the show. If you want to reach out in any way, you can go to ministrytoparents.com. Our social media channels are on there. And if by chance you're feeling loving and nice, you can leave us a review <laughs> on iTunes. It sure does help us, and we'd appreciate it. Well, it helps bring credibility. So uh, it helps, you know, when you want to know, hey, this actually works. And I'm just, I'm, I'm like that person who loves the Amazon reviews. <laughs> so I think reviews bring credibility. So we would appreciate that very much. And last, I just want to say thank you. We both want to say thank you because we know your time is extremely limited and you could be listening to a whole lot of things probably the Hamilton soundtrack just saying but <laughs> I really want to appreciate uh, the fact that you chose to just spend some time here and we hope you are leaving encouraged we hope you're leaving like we talked about earlier with courage because that's the goal can't wait to see you next week you've been listening to the M2P podcast to download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.